This is false and defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning. This podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. We are still in March of 2022. The defendant has recently made some live videos alleging that her husband is somehow working in cahoots with H&I to destroy her business and her life. And she has escalated in terms of saying my name and H's name on a lot of videos. And she also has a surgery scheduled on March the 21st, which she says caused her to need to reschedule mine and H's depositions that were supposed to be on March 30th and 31st. And she is also going on a cruise. On March the 10th of 2022, she makes a rather lengthy live video. She titles this one, Praying the Truth Helps Someone Someday. She would do this to some of her live videos that she would title them something mysterious or vague to try and get views. At this point, this video is still live on the defendant's Instagram today. Meta has done nothing to stop the spread of false and defamatory statements about me by the defendant either on Facebook or on Instagram. Despite my reporting with the judgment and verdict, Meta has done nothing. They have not taken any of the false and defamatory videos down. So in this live video, she will continue her false and defamatory narrative, including her newest allegation that her husband is in cahoots with H and I. Oh, this is a bit of information you don't know. And luckily, it's all over the internet already. So anything I tell you, it's not like this is the first. I mean, this is the first time you're hearing it from me, and not the first time it's been going to be talked about on the internet. So, um, and the crazy thing is, I already have screenshots of all those conversations. So you can't go back and say like, "Oh no, it wasn't on the internet." Yes, it was. So I'll be showing that too. Okay, so here's the deal. Last year, I wanted to get out of my house before I went on spring break, and would not make him get out of our house, and I could not figure out why. But now he's on his witness list. So it's funny how that works out. Anyways, um, so, but the point of all that was I just wanted him to get out of my house while my dad was there while we were going on spring break. And I could not get my husband to agree to get him out of our house. And so I'm just like, just tell him to get out. Tell him to go stay with a friend, to go do anything. You know, I offered him thousands of dollars to get out of the house so that I would feel peaceful with my dad being in the home without me there while we were on spring break. And he just would not make him get out of the house and I couldn't understand why. And then, um, he had said he didn't have any money, told me that he didn't have any money to get out of the house and all this jazz. And then later on, I find a text message from the day before saying, I just made $4,000 selling my Dogecoin. So to me, of course I was shocked. It was devastating because you're like, Oh my God, you're on a trip that I paid for. You don't even have a job and you're with my son 
and I have to stay home because I can't let this man in my house with my dad without me and you won't make him leave. And now you're telling me he doesn't have any money to get out, but he literally just wrote you the day before in a text message that I have a screenshot of that says I made $4,000 selling my Dogecoin. So he definitely could have left. So anyways, there's a whole lot more to all this story. It started getting really weird at my house, uh, like real weird at home. The more I put together, the more I, the more awful it got in my house. And that's how we got to this point. If you ask me for the reason that um, my husband told me that we're getting a divorce is because he says that I accused him of working with Crystal and so that's what he told me a thousand million times that that's why. And so whenever he did come out with them being on his witness list, obviously that was very shocking to me because if that's why we're getting divorced, then how did they end up on your witness list? But also, Nara, like I'm out, I'm done. No more of this. Duh, your plan to figure it all out. He does have a plan. I believe that. Um, I feel, no, I don't feel bad for anybody. Um, anyways, but for that to be the case and then for you to still like associate with that person, to me, that's kind of gross, but it is what it is. I don't know. If I get in trouble for telling you all this, I'm sorry. I don't know how not to. This is my actual life. It's not like I'm sitting here trying to talk trash talk somebody. I wish none of this stuff was too true to me. It's not, I'm not telling you like, oh, he's a piece of shit. I, I love that man. I still do. I hate that I do actually. Um, I'm just filling you in on what is actually happening in my life because there's no reason that they should be able to get to say whatever they want for the last decade on the internet. And I just have to sit here and take it. I've never defended myself. I've never once made a profile on the internet. I've never got online one time and written a paragraph to defend myself. I've never done anything of the sort ever. And I'll be damned if I just continue to let people, you know, like today's the last straw. I got to move out of my house now. It's real, real now. There ain't no going back. We're listing it for sale. I don't care that it's three and a half million dollars and I only owe 1.6. Like, I don't care. I would give all that money back to never have gone through this. It doesn't, I'm not going to feel good when it gets sold. I'm not going to feel rich. I'm not going to feel anything. It's disgusting. It's even more disgusting that I said this was the plan all along. And then to know that this, it was the plan. It's just absolutely disgusting. And there's nothing you can do about it because Texas is a 50, 50 state. So it just is what it is. So that's, what's going to happen. And I wish them all the best. But also, like I said, in the end of this, you know, he's going to have to be that guy. And nothing I've said is untrue. I'll tell you anything you ever want to know. I have no qualms about anything. I'll tell you like anything. I'll tell you. I don't care. There's no, I have no pride. I have no nothing. No ego. It is all what it is. I'm not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. But like I said, whenever I said I would stand in front of my church and say the worst things I've ever done, I knew what those worst things were. And I'm okay with them. It sucks that like... I mean, I just always think, like, imagine how Nicole Simpson's family feels, you know? They know the truth, and they can't do anything about it. And at the end of the day, there's nothing that I've said that's even remotely a, an inch from the truth. And even if, like, like I said, even if it's not, like, illegal or something, it's still a really shitty thing to do. Anyways, why did have a GoMe account login. That was very weird. And I didn't know he had a login until he showed me his phone. And then the trolls, because they all tell on each other, right? So, yeah. And I told, I told before too, like, you understand, like, they're not going to stick up for you in the end of this. Like, one of them's going to sell the other person out. Well, that was the thing. So, told me that it was his girlfriend's account. And it wasn't his girlfriend's account. That was not true. So, I told him that couldn't come to our house anymore. If you're watching this, this is why told us that it was his girlfriend's account and actually it wasn't and 
We know that because she doesn't have an account. But also, he was logged into the account on his phone, and the troll blogs pointed that out. Also, um, never um, printed what was on the troll blog until May of this year. The lawsuit started in November, and that was a big red flag to me. Why isn't he helping me? Why isn't he printing anything out? Why isn't he, you know, they're suing me for a million dollars, and I didn't even do anything. So why, like, this just doesn't make any sense. And so whenever, um, so whenever he did eventually start helping, well, start helping, he printed out the post in May of 2021. Uh, I always wondered, like, why didn't you do that any sooner? Because now, like, over 100-something pages have been deleted. So, like, we should have done this a long time ago. So that's kind of odd, too. Again, can't do anything about it. And, again, I think I'm more okay with talking about this stuff because you can't untruth it. Like, it is just true, period. It's not anything you can hide. And also what I've learned, too, I think I just cut my shirt, is that in these situations, you, it's not like on TV where, like, you keep all your evidence quiet and then you go to court at the last minute and you bring it up and, like, oh, my God, that's what happened. It's not like that. In this, in these situations, you have to talk about all of the evidence up front and then you give them time to come up with whatever bullshit they have to dispute it. And luckily, in my world... Um, there's nothing you can do to untruth that stuff. And I'm on the other end of it, not being accused of anything, not being like there's no I ain't calling nobody, stalking nobody, cutting holes in no one's attic. I'm not spying on nobody. I'm not deleting no camera footage. I'm not talking about anybody on the Internet. I'm not doing anything. So, again, just doesn't make sense. She starts out this clip. She's talking about some details and she's saying, oh, I haven't talked about this before, but luckily it's all over the internet. And she says, oh, and I'll show that too. You can't go back and say it wasn't on the internet. Then she starts talking about a family member of hers and how she, this family member was living with them. And this family member is the one who early on in this nonsense, she had showed an Instagram story and this family member was actually logged into Gomi on his phone. And so at this point in time, she is wanting that family member to move out of her home. And so she is saying how she would tell her husband that he needed to move out and that her husband agreed and then her husband wouldn't make him leave. And then all of a sudden, this family member is on her husband's witness list as if this is some big aha moment. And once again, the people listed in a lawsuit or a divorce would be persons with relevant knowledge of facts. And if this family member lived in the home while they were married and then ultimately during the demise of the marriage, it would make perfect sense for this person to be a witness in the divorce because this person would have relevant knowledge of facts that transpired. But once again, just like with H and I, she is saying that he is on this witness list like it is some big aha moment and her followers are eating it up as they usually do. She also says the more she put together, the more awful it got in her home and is referring also to H and I being on her husband's witness list. And I don't truly know what was going on in her home during this time, but I can imagine if she was accusing her husband falsely of working with us, how that might affect their marriage. And so once again, his attorneys putting us on his witness list would make perfect sense because the basis, and she says it, that she was accusing him of colluding with us and that's why they're getting divorced. I would also like to say here that that is very sad 
I'm very sad about that because nobody did any of the things that she is accusing anyone of. I wasn't doing the things that she was accusing me of. H wasn't doing them. And so then she also took this and started accusing her husband of working with us when the things she was saying about us weren't even true. And now she is actually getting a divorce over it and none of it's true. And so that's very sad to me. It truly is. She also makes sort of a disturbing comment about knowing how Nicole Simpson's family feels, that they know the truth and that there's nothing that they can do about it. And that's a pretty far reach to compare this situation to someone who was murdered. And so she's trying to imply that she has all of this proof, but she is also setting up the narrative like she has been doing, saying, well, what you know and what you can prove are two different things for when she ultimately loses this lawsuit because she doesn't actually have any proof. She says again that her husband never printed out the website until a certain date. And once again, that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. She's saying that it's a red flag, but if she had everything electronically, like she has said before, and like she said on the police video, why would there be a need to print it out? And so she's saying that as like, oh, well, Obviously, he was working with them because he was refusing to print this website out. And it just really doesn't make sense. But her followers seem to think that it does. She says again that she has no problem talking about all of this because it is the truth. Once again, she has never turned over a single fact of evidence to prove anything that she has said. And then she ends this clip by alluding to that she's being sued for no reason and she's not doing anything wrong. And she even says the words, I'm not talking about anybody on the Internet. While she is talking about us on the internet. We are in episode 26 of her talking about me on the internet. And so statements like that really hit me hard because I'm astounded that she would make that statement and hear it come out of her own mouth. But I'm also astounded that her followers would watch and listen to her make that statement and not realize or say, no, you literally are doing that right now. And so that's just something that is very maddening. A long time ago, came over and she said, you got to tell Dr. Phil about this. He's my dad's best friend. And I thought, absolutely not. I'm never telling anybody about this. This is embarrassing. Like, this is horrible. I do not want anybody to know. I do not. I told her my exact words were, I do not want to make a spectacle out of this. And trust me, girls, there are days now where I think like, oh my God, I just want to call him and be like, look what happened. But I'm going to let God handle it, see what he says, see what he wants me to do. Keep trying to follow that path. It's so hard. Trust me, it's hard to believe already in things you can't see. I'm going to keep on posting my cute little outfits. I'm going to keep on telling you all little bits and pieces of what's been happening over the last couple years. And um, and because it is there's like so much that's even crazier than this that we haven't even talked about today. Like you have no idea places people worked that didn't make. These are very slippery shoes, but they are very cute. See? Um, so many more things that were just bananas. So have you ever seen like a, an actual hole dug out of your ceiling in your attic? I have four, I think. Definitely three, maybe four, four or three. I don't know. Police took pictures of it. Um, <laughs> he said I must've cut them out with a circular saw. This is a circular saw. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm using like a butter knife instead of a freaking screwdriver, but I definitely did that. So anyways, yeah, that's that. And here's the deal. If the law isn't going to handle anything because it's a civil thing, I'm not going to waste my money suing somebody that ain't got shit. I ain't suing you for my money, okay? So 
that's just what's not going to happen. But what I am going to do is I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to speak my truth and I'm going to tell the truth. And if you believe it, then you believe it. And if you don't, you don't. Either way, I know it's out there. I know that my friend's family, kid, everybody knows what's really going on. And they were here for it. They saw it. They're probably the ones who warned me about it. And at the end of the day, helps me sleep at night. So it's a lot to go through, but I'll be all right. I will. The ceiling, why were there holes in the ceiling? I don't know. I don't know why there was holes in the ceiling. Why would you put holes in the ceiling of my closet? That's so weird, right? I know, especially on a day. I don't know. He said he was winterizing the pipes. It was December 15th. Look up the weather that day. He was winterizing the pipes. That's the day he said he had COVID. He said he had to get a COVID test. So, I don't know. Again, I don't know if he knows, but I recorded myself on my phone that day as I was speaking to him through the ceiling because I was so weirded out by like, why are we literally talking? It was so crazy. So just so you know, friend, I have a recording. I already sent it, so can't even take it. Um, but he was winterizing the pipes that day and changing the air filters in the attic. And I don't know. It's crazy, right? So crazy. What do you say? That would be a jig or a hole saw. I don't even know what either of those things are. I just know I didn't do it. I would tell you if I did it, number one. Number two, why am I going to spy on myself? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Same reason I don't know why, like, all the stuff disappeared from my cabinets in my office, but not underneath the cabinets, just the shelves. Hmm. I guess it couldn't have anything to do with the fact that I had put $15,000 in an envelope in a chair and that money disappeared. And whatever was on those shelves might have shown me putting that money right there. I don't know. Could be or couldn't be. I don't know. Remember, what you know and what you can prove are two different things, right? So what I know and what I, I can prove may be two different things. But what I know and what I share, my story, are not going to be two different things because they're the same thing. Um, it is like a lifetime movie. That's how I feel, too. If you're asking where it is, you definitely need to start the video from the beginning. So I'm not going over that again. What are they going to split it? Why would they? I don't know. We get, um, we should get a little bit over a million bucks in profit from the sale of my house. So, but we have to split that down the middle. So it is what it is. Honestly, at this point, like I would do anything just to get away from all this. So whatever it takes, honestly, mm, I just want to be alone and not have to deal with this anymore. And I pray to God that this can help somebody else. Cause I literally was at the rock bottom of my life. Like I thought I was going bad bananas crazy i really did think i really did believe that i was going nuts and i was not going nuts i definitely was not going nuts i was figuring out everything so in november of last year i stopped working because the goal as we had talked about you guys know we had talked about for a long time was that um i was going to uh slow down on working and um my ex-husband was going to get a job and he was going to help me with the case and I was going to slow down on working so that I could focus on, you know, finishing that part of things up, getting my truth out, whatever, all that. But that never happened. So here we are now. I'm starting over with my socks. And it's fine. I'm happy to start over. I really don't care. But I'm not going to just sit down and keep getting these freaking emails every day and making it look like I'm a crazy person. I'm not a crazy person. Sorry. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In the beginning of this clip, she's talking about a friend of hers and how her friend said that she should go on Dr. Phil and Dr. Phil is close with someone in her family. And the defendant says, no, I don't want to make a spectacle out of this. But now she's sort of changing her mind. She says now there are days that she wants to call him and say, look what happened. And all she has done from the beginning is make this a spectacle. She gets on live videos and says, I'm going to wait until a few more people get on here. And then she will spew her false and defamatory narrative. She has made this a spectacle since November of 2020. And so making that statement and how she is saying that she doesn't ever want to tell this story to anyone. She also says that she wants to tell this story to everyone. And so once again, she's just contradicting herself constantly. Also, once again, any platform that she would share this wild false and defamatory narrative on would open themselves up to legal action as well. She has a judgment against her for lying about this. And so she talks often, even now today, about sharing her truth and telling her story. And that's just not something that would be a wise move for anyone to give her a platform to do. Then she starts talking about some holes in her attic and she says the police took a picture of it. That's another intimidation tactic. Anytime she mentions the authorities or the police, she is just trying to intimidate someone. At this point, I'm not really sure who, but in the comments when she's making this statement, People are saying they're spying on her. All she has to do is say, have you ever found holes in your attic? And then all of a sudden her followers are drawing these conclusions. Oh, they're spying on you. And going along with what she's saying, which is one of the things that's been so disturbing this entire time is all she has to do is say something or imply something and it incites her followers. She said, if the law isn't going to handle anything, she's not going to sue anybody because she's not going to sue anyone for her own money and that we don't have anything. Why would she sue us? And so she does not want to pursue anything civilly. She says, again, what you know and what you can prove are two different things. She also says someone is asking a question about where a certain family member is. And she says, oh, if you're asking where he is, you need to start from the beginning of the video. And so back to her comment about how she doesn't want to make this a spectacle. She wants people to watch this. She wants people to go back and listen to the beginning so that they can understand the full story. So she is perpetuating this on purpose. She knows exactly what she is doing. She talks about that she will have a little over a million dollars in the sale of her home and that they would need to split that. Once again, the narrative that her husband would be working with H&I for monetary gain once again, makes no sense. If they are going to make a million dollars off of the sale of that home, instead of having access to a million dollars, her husband would only have access to half of that. And so this narrative makes no mathematical sense or logical sense, but her followers still go along with it. Then she also says that in November, she stopped working a lot because she was going to focus on the case and her husband was supposed to get a job so that she could work on getting her truth 
out there. And I'm not really sure what that means. And she says to her followers, oh, we've talked about this before, but she has been getting her truth out there since November of 2020. And here it seems like she's referencing November of 2021. So it's really unclear what she's talking about because she has not stopped telling her truth online since November of 2020. Some of the other comments on this video, people are asking in the comments, what are troll blogs? And so someone says there were like blog forums on Reddit and stuff like that. It was all profanity talking about defendant, like every detail, every move. And it went on while they still playing nice to her. Someone else says, what are they suing you for? Just because you shared what was happening, you never even mentioned their names until last week. That is incorrect. She has mentioned our names multiple times before, but this follower, I guess, didn't see those instances. Another follower says, by name, Crystal and H are suing her. Someone says, OMG suing for what? Someone else says, it's a defamation lawsuit with Crystal and H, her old employees. And then someone else says, she talked about things happening, but they were already suing her at that point and she didn't say their names. So her followers are asking questions in the comments and then going back and forth, answering other people's questions. They know her narrative. She has talked about it at length. I don't deal with this stuff anymore. Just leave me alone. Please, dear God. And if you don't leave me alone, well, I guess I don't really have an answer for that. Uh, are you going to save this live? Yes. Hi. Hold on, read your questions. Yes. Um, Crystal sued her last employer as well. She or her, the last company she worked for. She sued them too. So this isn't her first time. Do you have to share the business? Uh, he's a 1% owner. There's no profit for the business right now. So there's, I'll, I won't forget to get the binder, I promise. My friends have probably blown my phone, my phone up telling me. Um, there's no profit right now in the business anyways, because I had spent so much time not working or not not working, but like my dad died and I like business was already really slow. And so that piles up after a while. So there's not really a profit right now. Anyways, I'm just trying to dig myself out of the hole that I was in. So there's not really anything to get. Also, I don't know if you guys know, but we had a lot of inventory on that website that's like five years old. So that's not like favorable income right now or favorable inventory. And thanks to you guys, all the new that I get that would be a grade inventory sells out immediately. So <laughs> that's another like little the way God's like taking care of us, like all the new stuff is selling out immediately. So there's not even that like good inventory sitting that would be an asset. It's all the older inventory. And uh, contrary to what, so part of all this is last March when all the spring break stuff happened, that's when we were supposed to close on our house loan. And I knew something was wrong. So I alerted the bank, the police, everybody, and was like, something's not right. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to do all these financial things, but I know something ain't right. And I'm not signing so until I was like, until I can like look through these numbers myself, I ain't going to jail like Teresa on the Real Housewives, like, uh-uh. So that's when I had stopped the loan process. And then they had told me I had to come up with these massive paychecks over the next three months so that I could close because I had alerted them to there being an issue. Otherwise, they said they would have never looked through anything that I had done this current year because or that current year because they were looking at the two years prior. So anyways, I ended up having to churn out, another part of the story, these massive paychecks in April, May, and June of last year. While my dad was dying, he died May 5th. So it just sucks, but I was able to do it. Thank you to you guys. And not only that, I ended up winning that competition for the top-selling boutique in the country, and I won that $10,000 vacation that we never went on. Thank you. And you didn't get your money back for you don't Not your money back. You don't get, like, the prize money instead or anything like that. I would have rather taken the five grand than the 10K vacay, but you couldn't choose, even though I technically won both categories, too. Um, 
Yes, there is a house loan. It, it finally closed in June of last year. Again, you can't untruth that either, and it's already out there. Funny how the internet knew all about my house loan. They knew how long it was taking. They knew about permanent financing versus refinancing, and I never talked to y'all about that till now. But again, can't untruth it. It's all out there. Um, did I keep my implones under our bed? Yes, that's true. That's why I posted the picture. I usually keep my, I kept my phone in uh, pillowcases. Again, I took pictures along the way of my phone and all my stuff being in my pillowcase before I ever knew I'd be in the position I'm in now. So more receipts. There's pictures from six months ago of me having half my belongings in my pillowcase, never knowing I'd be in the position I was in right now, never knowing like that there was any kind of suspicion, suspicion of like collusion or anything like that. Um, I mean, if there is, you know. Why did you have the phones under the bed? Because somebody was getting in my phone and I couldn't figure out who. Like I created an email account for my attorney that I just created in November and his email address ended up being the backup email account for it. I can't explain that. I'm just only telling you guys so I can tell my side of, not my side of the story. There's no side. There's only one side and it's the truth. Just because I don't want to feel like I'm like lying about anything because I'm not being honest with what's going on. Why is he upset? I have no clue. That's a million dollar question. Um, people say that the more I figured out, the more mad he got. The thing is, too, I've been going through this for the last two years. And so a lot of people have, like, brought things up or tried to make things make sense for me. I mean, there was at one point where I physically got on my knees in my babe cave on the ground with my hands clasped like this, like literally like a prayer in front of my friend on the couch with him standing over me with his arms crossed and I said I was bawling my eyes out and I was like if you, oh sorry if you can just make one thing make sense that I'm saying any of these things if you can make just one thing make sense and I think that's like a motivator for me now because I just think back like I'm so disgusted that I got on my knees in my own house and with my hands clasped in just literally pleading sobbing my eyeballs out can you please just make any situation make sense at all like I'll feel so much better my whole family will and there was just no response to that so now that definitely just motivates me to be smarter in the future because if you're with somebody and they don't want to make it make sense for you like you shouldn't be there oh I got all the receipts sister what you just saw times 10 million not joking like literally no camera footage is ever truly deleted to call your ring company. They will get you back anything with a subpoena. In the beginning of this clip, she says hi to someone. And then she says that, oh, yeah, Crystal sued the last company that she worked for. So she is referring to the company that I had with my ex-business partner. And my ex-business partner is actually on this live video commenting. And so she draws attention to her and knowing that her footage is captured for this lawsuit, knowing that I will see it, she calls her out. And then my business partner actually comments back a few times during this clip. And she's just doing that as another intimidation tactic. She sought out my business partner and tried to drag her into her false and defamatory narrative and tried to make her a part of this and tried to intimidate me by parading her and the fact that she was buying her products and selling them on her website and paraded her employees around in her home and did live videos with them 
it is all part of the mind games that she was trying to play with me and is trying to play with me here. And I've talked about that in a prior episode, but she continues that and uses that as an opportunity to bring up again that I had been in a prior lawsuit. She also talks about how there's no profit in the business currently. And in a prior live video, one of her followers had commented and said, as someone who's gone through a divorce with an attorney before, you should stop all your sales. And so it's unclear why she is starting this narrative about how there's no profit in the business at this point, but she starts that here and it, and it does come after that other comment from that one follower. And we've seen in prior episodes and the patterns that followed that she sometimes will use whatever her followers comment to fuel the next portion of her narrative. And so she is starting to say this now, there's no profit in the business. And it seems like she has taken what that follower said into account and seemingly is taking that advice. She also talks about how she alerted the bank last March that there was a problem and that she wasn't signing anything. She was in the process of getting the mortgage for her home. And so she's saying that she alerted the bank not to give them a mortgage, I guess, because there was an issue. And so then all of a sudden she had to crank out big paychecks for three months in a row before they would give her home loan. And then she goes on to say that those details are already out on the internet, but I'm not telling you until right now. Well, just two days prior, she had made an Instagram story or live talking about that exact thing. And so once again, the things that are talked about on the internet regarding her are either public record, which loan information is public record, or it is something that she has said and forgotten. And here, seemingly, she has already forgotten that just two days prior that she already talked about this. Then she starts talking about how she was keeping her belongings in a pillowcase a year ago or something or months ago, and that she took pictures and that's another receipt that she has. And I'm not really sure what she is saying that that proves that she took a picture of putting her phone in her pillowcase, but she passes that off as if it's some sort of proof of some allegations that she's making. She also says that she is trying to tell her side and then she catches herself and says, well, there is no side. There's only the truth, which once again, she is presenting her narrative as fact. So she cannot go back later and claim it as opinion, which she does try to do. She also tells a story again about how her husband was increasingly frustrated with her and that there was a scenario where she was on her knees begging him to please make it make sense. And that was just a turning point for her. And once again, I don't have any personal knowledge of that scenario, only speculation based on what I'm seeing in this footage. However, I cannot imagine what must have been going through his head knowing that none of this was true. And so to have someone accusing you for that length of time and making these wild allegations that don't even make logical sense and to be begging for it to make sense, I can't imagine what must have been going through his head. I cannot speak to his reaction or what he should or should not have done. I just know how I felt when all of this stuff was being said about me and I could not believe it. I was in disbelief. I was numb. I was in shock. I was like, what is going on? None. I knew that none of this was true, but I couldn't stop it. And so again, I can't speculate as to what he was feeling or thinking, 
but I can relate it to how I felt when she started accusing me. And it was really difficult to know what to do or what kind of reaction to have. It was just so mind blowing. She also says, oh, I have all the receipts. Once again, in her deposition, which is almost a month prior at this point, she admitted to having nothing, no facts, no evidence. And nothing was ever turned over. So she likes to talk about these receipts that she had. She even alluded to a picture of her phone being in a pillowcase as a receipt, but she doesn't actually have facts or any evidence to back up anything that she has ever said throughout this false and defamatory narrative. She also says no security footage is ever fully deleted. You can get anything back with a subpoena. And so that's just another intimidation tactic because she's trying to imply that she has gotten some incriminating security footage back. One of the comments, in addition to my business partner commenting in this video, another follower commented and said, did Crystal win her other lawsuit? And the defendant never addresses that, but she's talking about it. And so her followers are asking questions. No, and it's really important that I don't um, like that. I don't do anything because I, I want to be able to tell you guys, like I got through this without getting drunk all the time. I got through this without using any drugs. I got through this without like losing my mind. I go to a counselor two hours a week, every Monday. It's been extremely therapeutic for me. It's ridiculously expensive. Like I hate that. It's cost me a fortune, but I will work my ass off forever. I'll get a smaller house just to pay for my counselor. She said, amazed at your composure throughout this ordeal. So let me tell you something. It's funny you say that every time I've gone to court, cause I'm like a crazy mess sometimes. And I feel like every time I've gone to court, that's what they say. Like you're so well composed because when you're telling the truth, you don't have to worry about anything. So when I sit down at that stand, it's just like, like during my deposition, I was like, I could do this all day. What else you got? I don't need to stop and eat. I don't need anything. I really think you might need to delete some more people. Some ask questions that are being sketched. I will. And I'll delete anybody that's following him just because he only had like 300 followers when all this stuff started. And now he's just adding every everybody. And a lot of those people are people who've like, like I said, used my dad. Mug posted my dad's mugshot on social media or like known accounts that have been trolls to us before. And so that's just not cool. And so like they've it's same accounts that have said horrible things about my child. So I will just delete anybody that follows him. So if you follow him too, then I'm just going to take you off mine. And my Instagram is private now. And I think that's so great because like once you say dumb shit, like you're gone and I don't have to worry about it anymore. I just don't add anybody back. You'll see the number keep going down and I enjoy that. Do you and your friends try to convince you weren't crazy? Everyone did. Literally every, the police did. The, the police came up to my car one day and leaned in and told my son, your mom's not crazy, child. Literally everyone did. At what point did you start making copies and making receipts? Mm, probably last year, the end of last year. But there's a few people right now with their hearts beating out of their chest. They never thought you'd talk. Uh, yeah, the count. I don't even have to subpoena my counselor because he called, he put her on his witness list, which I think is great. <laughs> I like she literally told him that I was the most consistent client she's ever had, considering the amount of trauma that I've been through. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, plotting for five years. I don't know. Here's the thing. If the court ain't going to take care of you, my mouth will. OK, so. Um, so and the thing is, some of the stuff that happened, it's not necessarily illegal is what I'm finding out. So just because it's not illegal doesn't make it OK. So I'm going to tell it. So in this clip, she talks about how it's really important, I guess, that she doesn't take medicine because she wants to be able to show people that you can get through things without medicine or something like that. And 
I would just like to take a minute to kind of address that. That is a pretty dangerous, in my opinion, line of thinking. And she has already acknowledged in the past that people trust her and believe what she says and that she hopes that they do. And that is just dangerous because there are times definitely when people need medication to help with their mental health. And so here she is trying to make herself out to be some sort of a hero because she was able to get through this without any of those things. And I just hope that her followers who do listen to what she says and believe her don't take that sort of opinion and take it to mean that they can't reach out for help medically if they need to. And so that's just kind of a little bit of a disturbing statements that she makes whenever she is talking about mental health and she does it often. And so I do feel like it's somewhat dangerous and irresponsible to make that conclusion. Her followers talk about how they admire her composure. And then she talked about in her deposition that she could do this all day. She didn't need a break. And I have read the deposition in its entirety in a multi-part episode 22, and that's not in there. And that also did not happen. So we did take breaks. We took a lunch break. Sometimes we took just a break to be able to use the restroom and things like that. And so there were times when she was asked if she needed a break and she said no, but this scenario where she leaned back and said, oh no, I could do this all day. It's just an exaggeration of what actually happened in reality. She says again that she will be deleting anyone who is following her husband and not even to follow him to report back. And in recent live videos, she says the same thing and also tells people that if they are following me, they will be blocked. And she will go through periods of time where she will say that she has blocked a lot of people for following either her husband or myself. So she also addresses making her Instagram private. And so before she has tried to make it sound like her Instagram has always been private. And now she is saying that she made it private so that she can remove people so that they can't see anything if they say or do something stupid. She also says that her friends and even the police tried to convince her that she was not crazy. And she claims that a police officer came up to her in the car with her son and told her son that her mother is not crazy. We have seen in prior episodes that she would say how the police believed her, but then she would send emails to the police frustrated that they weren't doing anything. And so that sort of contradicts her narrative that the police believe her and support her and we're trying to tell her that she wasn't crazy because what I have seen in evidence versus what she says in her live videos and Instagram stories and social media posts is very contradictory in that regard. Someone says, at what point did you start making copies and making receipts? And she said, probably around the end of last year, which is interesting because in the very beginning of this entire scenario, she said that she had screenshotted everything and that she has said that she has all of this proof all along. And so here she's admitting that she's only started gathering that stuff at the end of last year, which would have been the end of 2021. Then she also says, yeah, there's a few people, probably their hearts are beating out of their chest right now because they never thought that the defendant would start talking. And once again, I've never been concerned about the defendant saying anything because there was any truth to it and people would finally know. My concern is that people believed her lies and it affected my life, my career, my children, 
And that was the issue. So there was never a fear that she was going to tell something that I actually did. And that would cause me to have my heart beating out of my chest. The issue is she's lying and she has been lying since November of 2020. And then there's a very disturbing statement that she made. And she says, if the courts aren't going to take care of you, my mouth will. And that is evidenced by what she has done this entire time. She knows that she has a following and she can just get on her social media and say whatever she wants and her followers believe her without showing any actual proof. She just said that a picture of her phone in a pillowcase is one of her receipts and her followers jump on that and support her. And so with that statement, she knows exactly what will happen. Something else interesting happens in the comments of this live video. There was a point in time when the defendant was telling a story about something and a follower said, oh, no, wait, you have told this story before. And then the other followers start to attack that follower. This follower says, wait, yes, you did. You told this story before, because at that point, the defendant was saying, I've never said this on the Internet, but the details are out there on, on the Internet. And so she's implying that this is some sort of inside information. And this follower is just pointing out, oh, you have told this story before. And then someone else says she has told portions of this story before, but not the whole story. And Someone else said, I thought she had told this story too. The only reason I remember is because I remember being able to relate. And then the other followers start saying, oh, this follower said you've told this story before. And then another one says, oh, go find a hobby. And then another one says they need to get a life. And then someone says, she said, you've told this story before. And then her followers start screenshotting that person saying you've told the story before. And then they start commenting. I got the screenshot of her comment for you. And someone else says, I sent it to you. And then someone else says, sending screenshots of every comment. And then someone else says, if you need more pics and screenshots of what we discussed a while back, please let me know. And then another follower says, I sent you a DM with a screenshot of that comment. So all this person said was, no, wait, you've told this story before. And her followers start attacking them as if they're being negative. And that's what happens. And so this person probably was blocked. I don't really know. But Anything that anyone says that could be perceived as negative towards the defendant, the followers attack and the defendant goes on the attack. And so whenever the defendant says that she couldn't understand why there would be things written about her online, when people try to make even simple statements to her on her social media, her followers go on the attack and she goes on the attack and they get blocked. And this is a prime example of that. So this person just commented, wait, you've told this story before. And the defendant perceives that as negative for some reason. And so there are other instances when someone might just say, when is my package going to ship? Or I sent you an email and I haven't heard back. Any simple statement like that that could potentially be negative or contradictory in any way to anything that the defendant is saying, even if it's just an innocent comment, the defendant and her followers will go on the attack and that person will likely be blocked. And this seems to be a commonality between not just the defendant, but other creators on the internet to where if someone says something that can be perceived as negative, that the person will get blocked. And that also seems to be, from what I've seen, perhaps why some of the people wind up on these forums discussing these influencers, because they cannot do it on the person's social media. They cannot question 
the influencer. And so if they want to talk about something or provide commentary, they have to find another avenue. Right after this live video, the defendant made the following Instagram story. What are y'all doing? So if you watched my live video earlier, I know I spilled a lot of the tea because honestly, like there comes a, there becomes a time and a place and today was that time and place. Uh, I am going to do the final move out for my old house today. Try not to cry because I had a good makeup day. I'll try on a couple things hopefully tonight if I have any time. But just want to say thank y'all for being so supportive. I love y'all. And there's a huge outlet section on the website. And there it is. The sale. She did this big live video. She admittedly spilled a lot of tea. Oh, by the way, there's a huge sale on my website right now. It is a pattern that cannot be refuted. This pattern has been repeated so many times at this point that it is predictable. Whenever she starts to make videos and really ramp up, it is because there is a sale or there is a sale coming. In addition to that story, the defendant shared the live video to her Instagram stories with the following caption. If you haven't seen this video, this is what you're looking for. Also, I need your help. Do you know anyone in cybersecurity? I always said I was never going to ask, but you are exactly who I should ask. I have some questions and last night I had a dream that we solved this case together and I woke up so happy, so let's do it. Let's figure this out and win my life back together. You helped me build that mansion, now help me keep it or what it's worth. My son and I go back and forth if we would ever want to move back in. After this weekend, I think he wants what's rightfully ours to stay ours. So I'll put my pride aside and ask for your help. I've spent every dollar I've earned trying to figure out what they did and why. I have the timeline and you can't refute it. I need a professional now to help me prove it. They never thought I'd ask you to help, but they never thought I'd fight back either. Email me at then gives her email, cybersecurity, investigations, FBI, Texas Rangers, any of them. It's time to get loud. And then the comments on this live video, once she has shared it, you can go back and look at the comments. And some of the comments say, I love that they call you crazy, yet you have receipts and proof. I don't see a crazy person even thinking about doing any of this. Another follower. What's weird is that there are that many psycho people in your life. People are crazy. Another follower. I hope the judge laughs at H and Crystal. And she says our full names. Another follower. Crystal sounds like a real winner. Another follower. I just need to know, did Crystal's husband stay with her? Another follower. It would be funny to fill all the courtroom seats with defendant supporters. Another follower. These people are all sickos. Another follower, this is healing, you're healing, this is your testimony. Another follower, it's not illegal, but it's mental abuse from a narcissistic person. Another follower, I hear hell is a hot spot to spend eternity. Another follower, you have to be a really dark, demented, evil person to bring trauma like that up and victimize you again by making you have to even think about those horrible things. I'm here to tell you there is a special place in hell for people like that. Another follower, profanity them. If you have to write down everything, Anyway, use it all to write a book. Cash in on all of what he put you through and put all the proceeds away as an FU fund. Another follower. We are your army and we will stand behind you in this battle. We will build back stronger. Another follower. Because he is a computer whiz, do you think he watches this and then will up his effort to hide more proof? Also, for what you're being sued for and all the times you discuss it and he just sits there while you cry, then to now have them as witnesses, how is that not conspiracy to commit fraud? It's blatantly obvious they have been working the entire time. 
I get it's not illegal for him to put cameras in your house, but to use them for malicious intent with the people suing you, that can't be legal. It looks like he was working with them to slander your name, reputation, and take your money. Another follower. So was the ex feeding the trolls? Ex-husband setting you up this whole time. Another follower. Valid feelings. You will rise above even though you shouldn't have to. His day will come. That's what faith is all about. You have your tribe and that my internet friend is priceless. Another follower. You got this, sweet girl. Keep your chin up in that sun and keep trucking. Karma is a big old mean bee and him and his friends are going to get theirs. Another follower. You're stronger than him and those women who shammed you. Head high, rise up. Another follower. You are very brave and I look up to you for speaking the truth. I have sat from afar reading the atrocities that have happened to you that were obviously orchestrated from someone within. What a monster. I'm so sorry. Praying for you and your son. Another follower. I'm buying all the stuff to support you. You're going to be on top of the world again. So the defendant has accomplished what she sought out to accomplish. She has made this live video, spilling this tea, as she called it, and is inciting her followers. And now she has comments to where her followers are going to shop her sale in order to support her. She does this over and over and over again masquerading her lies as truth in order to profit off of them. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, this video is still live on the defendant's Instagram account today. As of the time of this podcast recording, this video has been viewed almost 32,000 times. This video, among others, where the sole purpose of these videos is to spread her false and defamatory narrative have not been removed by Meta. Despite my legal request with the verdict and the judgment, they have not been taken down. These videos in their entirety are false and defamatory. They should be violating all of the guidelines for Meta on Instagram and on Facebook, but they have yet to be taken down. Next time on False and Defamatory. There is nothing at the defendant's disposal that she will not weaponize against people who she thinks are against her. I was notified one week prior that our depositions were going to be canceled. So in a week's time, she had said she needed to cancel because she was having surgery and she's already canceled the surgery. I was livid again because her legal delay tactics, once again, are working. She was able to push off our depositions again and she's not even going to have the surgery. To this day, she has not had that surgery. Used. Why did he use the same realtor that Crystal used 14 years, 16 years prior? I don't know. I bet some little forensic accounting digging can figure that out, though. I didn't even use a realtor. We've lived in the same home for 19 years. We built it. We used a salesperson and a loan officer, and that was it. I'm having to prove who I bought my home from because it seems like nothing is off limits that she will lie about. She has just admitted a month prior in her deposition that she has no factual evidence to back any of her claims up. And so her defense of truth is not a true defense. I once again would like to say that when you make a statement, you have to have the proof at the time that you make the statement. And so by definition, she is making false and defamatory statements because she admittedly does not have any facts or proof or evidence whatsoever. No, sometimes they order, like it'll show me on my website, like I get orders from the troll blogs all the time. If the only people on these troll blogs are me, H, her husband, and now her husband's best friend, which she's recently alleged, 
how could she be getting orders? Because if someone were to place an order from the troll blogs, their contact information would be on that order, including their full name, address, phone number, all of those sorts of things. And so making that statement that she gets those orders from the troll blogs all the time instantaneously negates her narrative. She always contradicts herself and proves herself wrong, but doesn't realize it at the time. It's very important to think about what you're doing and the impact that you can have because this person was just trying to encourage someone that she follows on the internet. She has zero clue the ramifications of her actions. Those seemingly innocent gestures that people made towards her in an effort to be kind to her have fueled her this entire time. I don't think that people realize the impact that they can have just by commenting in support of someone on social media without substantiating their claims because she was fueled by that. I really did not think that this narrative could get any crazier. But every single time I say that, I am proven wrong. And this is no exception. This is, I think, the worst allegation that she has made so far. And that is a very serious accusation, a very disturbing statement to make, especially considering the fact that none of what she has said or accused us of is true. There is only one person responsible for the destruction of her American dream, and that person is the defendant herself. But I am going to get all my attorney fees back for all this bullshit. And I'm taking it all the way to trial because, uh-uh, we are letting the greater good people of Tarrant County vote on this because, uh-uh, I didn't do nothing wrong. I didn't say anything wrong. I did not commit no crime along the way. I did not do anything deceitful. No, 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 and no. And we did go all the way to trial. And the good people of Tarrant County did decide that all the statements that she made about me were and are false and defamatory. The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could actually accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon, where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening.
All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-678-20 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.